0: How do you open one of these things, right? <laughs> Hi, my name is Learn, and I am going to be your host of the Live and Learn podcast, which you are listening to right now, if you had no idea. And this is a podcast about conversations, sometimes with uh, very famous people sometimes with people that aren't as famous but should be as famous as those famous people. And as a radio DJ, I get to talk to many people uh, in my walk of life, and I live uh, and learn vicariously and in front of all of these people. And I thought, why not to share this with the masses that possibly know my show and would like to hear more? So these are in-depth conversations with people I adore on some level uh, for their humanity, And what they bring to life. And today, the first episode is with Lizzie Hale of the band Hailstorm. I love her. She was on tour and we got to chat backstage at the Stiefel Theater, and she's just incredible. So here's my conversation with the lead singer of Hailstorm, Miss Lizzie Hale. Thank you for doing this, no, first of all. Thank you for having me. I really just love you to death. Oh, and thank you. Every time you come in town to St. Louis, well, the last few times that you have, Haas is always like, Lizzie, I got to get you back there. Because he used to think that you and I looked very similar.
1: Oh, absolutely. Stunt double. <laughs> so, I mean, not
0: anymore because I'm, you know, silly, but yeah. Yeah. I used to have dark hair, and I think that's where his whole thing came gotcha. from. So, um, But this is the Vicious Tour, and
1: you're back in the States. And how's it going? It's fantastic. It's really awesome. This tour, um, I mean, we put, to, put the first one together uh, kind of selfishly because um, Ash and Marie and I are all really good friends. We've been friends for years. Um, but it's always like you see each other at the festivals, like, hey, we should tour. Okay, maybe next year. Yeah, cool. Yeah, because yeah, we're always so busy. So when we finally got it together to do this tour and we were all had the time, um, we pounced on it. And I don't think we realized how Important it was going to be not just for us as as friends but just for girls in general and not just any girls but specifically girls who love rock music. Yeah. Um. Until we started the tour, and so we've done it now three times. We're about to take it a fourth over overseas, and um, it's just such an amazing experience to to be on a stage after, um, like for for instance, so like when we first started and I was coming up in the scene like my childhood naivete was actually kind of a weapon because i had no idea like mom didn't tell me about the glass ceiling you know like right. or i was gonna run in so you know you kind of go blindly through and i remember like carrying in our equipment into a show and somebody always immediately being like oh that's great like My girlfriend never does that for me, like, as in just assuming I'm the girlfriend, like, carrying in her boyfriend's (laughs) guitars, you know, or the merch tables over there. Right. And so you kind of shake that stuff off, and, and you do, you know, and then you get to the next stage where you're trying to actually get it on radio and get labels interested and everyone's like, okay, you guys are good. We love what you do, but we can't do anything with you because you're a girl. And so then you get this defiance scene and you're like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm yeah. going to do it anyway. Screw everybody. And, uh, and it's, so it's really neat to be on this other side now where uh, for the most part, if I'm at a show, people understand now that I'm in the band, you know, and, um, and to be on a stage and then watch these girls owning these these heavy moments owning this music and it reminds all I mean the girls and I talk about all the time it reminds us of when we were kids going to the rock shows being like I get it I get it I I can do that I get it and when you see these girls like have those moments especially the the kids it's like it's amazing so it's just it's been it's made our heart happy to be a part of it I think the uh
0: vicious album especially the song uncomfortable for me The first time I heard that song, before it's released in July, I was like... I'm going to crank the shit out of this song and I'm going to scream it in my house when I'm really upset about some things. And I, I still do That's that. That's awesome. So, and I was doing it this week, kind of getting myself amped up for the show. And I don't think that there could have been a better timing for this record and just the female thought behind it than the conversations that are going on in the United States and oh, the absolutely. world right now. And first of all, I hope everybody knows you're with the band because it's, like, what, like, 20 yeah. years now? Like, yeah, like it's almost been a long years, yeah. time. <laughs> so, um... It's it's really cool that you're such a positive. And the other thing, too, is like you have this heavy metal record to me that is like you're equal. My male co host tonight, my male co host is 62. Nice. And he, he says that you are one of the most powerful voices in rock. Oh, that's and, so sweet. And he comes from a generation of, he was living oh, everybody. Yeah. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's awesome. I think that it's cool that it is a heavy record, obviously, with Hailstorm. But then you were like the kindest and most thoughtful person. In your set, and the boys are too. But I follow your posts a lot, and I think about how you know you talk about mental illness, and you you have this empathy about you that I think is such a great juxtaposition with how heavy the music is. Um, and I just want to thank you for that because I think that that is especially for women right now, girls. They need that more than ever in this day and age to accelerate change and, and things that are going to
1: happen in the future. Oh, I appreciate that. That's um The biggest compliment, by the way, and I don't know if any, um, I don't know if I've actually any journalist has actually uh, reached in like what you just did, as in um, just kind of uh, observing um, where this album fits with the times that we're in. And it's funny because I don't, when when you're writing, when I'm writing songs, you know, I'm writing from, from my truths. And the things that, that make me tick or make me upset or or, or I, I realized through making this record again, you can, I keep realizing this with like every every record, is that how much I need music to get through the things that I need to get through. But what you realize is that we're all kind of, it, it's something that people say, we're all in this together, we're all in this together. You know, it, it's, you know, to the point of nauseam that everyone just kind of gets numb to it. Sure. But it's true that, um, you know, the things that, all women are going through right now. Um, I'm going through too, you know, in my own way, you know, just because, you know, I'm in a band and I'm out on tour all the time doesn't mean I'm not affected by it. Um, if anything, maybe more. So uh, so it's been, it's, it's amazing um, to, uh, we decided when we were making this record was to, instead of... Um, Taking the truth that we're writing about and flowering it up and making it like, okay, this could be like super shiny and universally accepted with everybody. Sure. It's like, let's keep the raw truth in there instead. And that was nerve wracking for me because usually I'm able to have a little bit of a comfort buffer, mm-hmm. you know, of like, okay, yes, this is my story, but it's also entertainment right. and vaudeville and whatever. <laughs> and so the fact that there's so much grit to it uh, and, and the fact that it's being received in that way, the way it's supposed to be received is, uh, is amazing to me. Also to what you were just saying about, about reaching out online and, and just being that type of, you know, light in in a in a dark world kind of thing. I, I think that I made a decision a couple of years ago, it's when people actually started listening, for better or worse, to what I have to say. By the way, you know, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I am not, you know, a professional. I'm not a therapist. You know, nothing. But if people are going to be listening and paying attention to what I do, I made a choice to okay, I might as well put out that positivity and make sure that if I do put something out there, it's for a good you know, fucking reason. Yeah. And it's going to help somebody because I, I'm, I, you know, and I can let it slide because I'm in a position where I could care less people's opinion of me, whether that be good or bad. You know, people say, Oh, you're amazing. Like, that's cool that you think I'm amazing. It's, it's what my view of myself, that's important to me. Same thing. If somebody's like, you suck. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> If I don't think I suck, that's great. Yeah. So, so it's been, uh, it's, it's just crazy to be in this position where it's like, okay, you're online and you could put out something that says, oh, you know what? love one another. Just the biggest universal truth. Just be a good human. And there's always going to be somebody who's like, screw you. I know who you voted for. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, what does that say about who you voted right. for? Anyway, <laughs> it, it's gotten so screwed up and there's so much out there right now that kids, it's the hardest thing to be yourself anymore. Cause all you want to do is post a picture of like yourself on your happy day. Right. And somebody's going to be like, you shouldn't be wearing that dress, your haircuts to this or whatever it is. So, it, so just, to, to if you're gonna put out something, you have a choice to put out something positive or negative. And so I decided a long time ago to do that <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. Happiness so. is a choice.
0: I've heard that oh, line yeah. before and it's, it, it really is true. And I wonder like, where does your self-esteem come from? Like, what did you have, like for me, I had a great set of parents that loved me in their individual ways, divorced family, but they were, they did the best. But I had this grandmother who like instilled in me just radiating self-confidence, not, egotistic confidence but enough to go I can do everything and and so far I have you know so I know that's where she was at the pollen if it's a flower of that um self-esteem like where if you could pinpoint a person or maybe a music or what exactly starts it like you go back to it for self-esteem and it is with you this whole time.
1: Um, it's it's really funny that you bring this up because this was just something that I was talking about with my dad, actually. And, um, and I've been trying to kind of, because it, it, it was something that, you know, it's like, okay, where did it all start? <laughs> because I do cite this band with helping me with that, that self-esteem and that getting over because I was a painfully shy child when I was a kid. Very quiet to the point of if you go back to when I was in kindergarten, my mom had to come to the school because we were going over fire drills and they were trying to get me to yell, if you can believe this now, <laughs> they're trying to get me to yell for the firemen, like just in case like, okay, you're stuck in a closet, what do you do? Right. I don't know. You know, it's like, yeah, no, like you have to like make yourself heard. But I remember the the day I found out that I was not cool, and and, and then that's okay, um, was actually when I was 11, we moved into a new place, a 20 acre farm, like from like living in Bucks County in Philly to now like Parents want to be on a farm. (laughs) Cool. So I moved to this strange neighborhood, and some of the neighborhood girls, this is around 96, uh, invited me for a sleepover, and they're like, hey, bring your favorite CDs. We're going to listen to CDs. So I grew up in a household where my parents' song is Panama by Van Halen, (laughs) and I grew up listening to Dio and Alice Cooper and Pink Floyd and Blue Oyster Cult and Vanilla Fudge, that kind of stuff. That was my, you know, my parents' stuff, and that's what I love to listen to so 96, 97 this is like Spice Girls and TLC yeah. and all of this stuff. So what do I bring to the sleepover <laughs> is Alice Cooper's Love It to Death. Amazing. And Dio's Holy Diver. Incredible. So, and it's funny, because I just reconnected with one of these girls from my childhood a couple months ago. Like, she came to a show, and it's like, we picked up right where we left. off. like, That's you remember awesome. that night? Yeah. That's so, awesome. um so and she's like, yeah, you were really weird. I'm like, I know. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. But to continue, like, you know, we're passing around the the CDs, and I don't, when they're like, oh, we haven't listened to Liz's CD yet, you know, like, okay, put it in. I don't think we made it past the first chorus, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, 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 remember flipping it to 18, um, off of love to death and like, not, they're like, yeah, no, let's try the other one. Let's go back to Tara's CD. <laughs> it's fine. So anyway, to try to make a long story short, I go back home after the sleepover the next morning and like, and dad and mom are like, so how was it? You know, meet some new friends and like, well, it was fun, but they didn't like my CDs. And I, immediately my dad's like, good. And like, why is that good? Like, that's kind of strange, dad, you know, but at this point in time, dad and mom were still really cool. So I admired what they had to say. And and dad's like, well, you love your music, right? I'm like, yeah, it's like, it it gets me pumped. I'm I'm excited about it. And he's like, well, that's great because you love your music because you love your music, not because everybody else in the world loves it. They love you know, and he was like, who are they? And I'm like, TLC, and all this <laughs> I'm like naming Backstreet Boys. I'm like, oh, right. Well, they love it because that's on the radio right now, and that's really popular with kids, so that's why they love it. But you love Alice Cooper and Dio because you love it, because right. nobody else loves it, and you should have pride with that. And so I'm like, Great Dad, yeah, cool, awesome. So it's weird because it laid the groundwork for... Um, when I went into middle school, like it's weird. And I still do this. Like if I see a lot of people wearing like the same thing, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to buy that. I'm not going to wear that. Let me do the complete opposite. And then when the band started, that kind of laid that platform for me to be like, okay, I can do anything I want. I can be crazy. Look at Freddie Mercury and the outfits that he wore and all the weird stuff that they were saying and that they were doing. It was You take pride in sticking out rather than fitting in. So that one kind of laid the groundwork. You know, like I said, I had amazing parents that from a very early age instilled that that self-like worth in like, okay, it's okay to stand out and not be like everybody else because you are the only person that is like you. So yeah, if I can take it back to that, that's where that started. (laughs) That's
0: incredible. And it all does go back to everything is at, from home, like the base, you know, everything starts at home, your loves and and hatred starts at home. Like, you know, all of that can start. So I think that's really incredible. And I, going back to um, your support, first of all, you guys are one of the biggest, bands out there that has a real connection with your fans the fan club the people that you meet and even on an online level like I like going to people's page bands pages and public figures pages and I like seeing if they reply back to people and I noticed that you do that yeah and that's just a so it's a small thing that all of us can do especially those of us that are in a limelight of some kind to connect with people and let let them know that you know you're heard, you're seen. Yeah. And I think that's really cool that you do that. And uh, you're busy too, you know, and you're taking time <laughs> on your
1: tour to do it. It's just, it's really, it's really neat. So. Oh, dude, of course. And, and it gets me excited to do that stuff too. Cause I know, I know what it would feel like people that I had, you know, their posters on my wall. If some, uh, cause I was that fan. Yeah. I like, especially after we started the band, you have no idea. I probably annoyed everybody or whoever takes care of, like I emailed every band that I admired, anytime that I found like, okay, right. contact us. Great. Awesome. Here's my demo. Here's, Hey, I'm in a band too. I want to ask you some questions about like what happened when you were my age and starting a band and whatever. Nobody ever got back to me. So <laughs> not once, you know, so it's just to, to have, and that's the beauty of, of technology now too. It's, it's actually easier for me than like, okay, I have this like, if I had like an email thing and it was flooded, I would never get, you know, right. be able to get back to anybody. But because it's like all these it's different true. mediums, it's great. Yeah. Speaking of Alice Cooper, so did
0: you ever tell him about that slumber party when you toured with him? <laughs> did you ever say to him, I played your record at this slumber party and it freaked everybody out? Like, if you haven't, I hope yeah. that someday you do tell him. No,
1: I, I did. I, t- I ended up telling him that the last time we were hanging out, he was, he did this, this kind of fluke performance in uh, in Nashville at one of my favorite bars, the, uh, the basement East out there and, um, myself and his daughter, are good friends, and everything. And they're like, Hey, do you want to come up and sing schools out? And, you know, I'm like, sure, you know? So, um, so we did it and, and this was you know, the, you probably the fifth or sixth time that we had really hung out and I'm just like, you know, I keep forgetting to tell you about this story. So I told him the story. And I said it exactly. And I'm just like and I freaked all of those little girls out. He's like, see, it's it worked. And it's still working. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So um, I think that I think that any time that you can tell Alice Cooper that what he does freaks anybody out, it's like, gonna make his day. <laughs> so absolutely. Like, it's still working. Well I, I know
0: that young Girls and boys are taking hailstorm records to their slumber parties. And oh, And probably I hope so. <laughs> freaking their pop friends out, so you can at least keep that tradition alive. I'm so happy to talk with you, and you're lovely. Oh, so are you, darling. Thank, Thank you, you so much for taking the time. You're welcome. I also have a gift for you. Oh. <laughs> I have a so I, I'm the only female on my radio station. Oh nice. And so um, see so you know. <laughs> I get. Oh, and so I this is some shirts that I designed that I oh, wanted are you to give serious? you. Thank None you of them so well much. there's one black tank top in there, but it's white and uh red. Oh, <laughs> these are all my favorite colors. Thank you. All well, right. On. This is literally what I have that in my red wardrobe shirt right now. This fucking awesome. dude. Yeah. Oh my god. So if oh, you need thank you. because it's cold out. That's yes. awesome. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. And Thank it's part you. of my learn line, so my signature's on it. So that's oh, why really? that's what, yeah. Like that's printed on them, like in all different areas. So oh, that's dude. what that means.
1: Dude, that's awesome. Oh, I love your signature. Thank you. So, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like uh, do you remember like the first we're like I should have a signature. You know. Isn't it weird? <laughs> what would that be? Do you do you get like really crazy it's with a, it? It's it's evolved over the years. Like in the beginning I was doing my full name. This is I bef- the first time I was actually signing for name was before the LZZY thing mm. happened. But um so the LZZY thing came from a super fan of ours. So back in the day before the social media thing, we all we had was if you looked up up on the internet the way that our name is spelled, H-A-L-E, um, it was just a, a, like a like a geo, like, uh, you know, um, website with a message board. Right. You know, and so the people that were following us, we're all talking to each other. It's like a small community. We had one, like, super fan, like, a little older. She was in love with Ozzy Osbourne. Like, she was like, Ozzy Osbourne's groupie back in the day. <laughs> um, but she loved us. And I still have, I can't remember what her name was or whatever, but she would follow us around. Yeah. And she always was trying to get us on OzFest or whatever. Like, I talked to, like, the tour manager that I used to bang back in the day or whatever (laughs) it was, you know? And uh, so, anyway, she would always write these amazing, like, pseudo-blogs on our message board, and then people would comment on it and everything. And she, now now the kids, call it shipping, but she would squish me and Ozzy's name together. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't Lizzie and it wasn't Ozzy. It was L-Z-Z-Y. So after a little while of this happening, like, if you, like, would, to, or to look us up on, on Google or whatever, um, it, it, that would come up as the biggest thing about us, you know, it was like, right. oh, this, there's this message thread about Hailstorm and there's this Lizzie LZZY. So I started getting emails from these little girls that were starting to drop the vowels from their names. So it was like, Nikki was NKKY and Jesse was JSSY. I'm like, maybe I should own this for a second. They yeah. all think this is my actual name. So I started signing it LZZY and I made it into this like lightning bolt thing um, with the two Z's, but what I inadvertently did was that I can write my signature upside down too, and it'd still be the same thing. Yeah, so that's like, cool. it stayed that for a while, but yeah, it's weird when like that kind of developed, like I didn't really plan on this happening, yeah. but. That's I'm golden with
0: it now. You and I have a similarity there because Learn is my nickname. My name's Lauren. But in high school, uh, my friend Eric Vice was like, let's drop all the vowels from our names. And so Learn. I was left with LRN. That's awesome. And so I put an E That's on it so for comfort. Freaking, for comfort. <laughs> because people are already weirded out <laughs> about it. So I know they it's. So are. But I'm you know, I'm thirty-three years old and I go by this nickname I've had since I was sixteen.
1: That's awesome. So I Same get thing, it. We're at yes. 16. That's Yeah. Oh amazing. my god, that's I didn't know that's we had that cool. Come. See, I'm not crazy. boom. You are we so, are each other's double know.
0: <laughs> we are sisters from another mister. Just within those last ten seconds of our interview, you can really feel, or at least I hope you can, how warm. Of a person, Lizzie Hale is, and I'm always forever grateful for the time I get with her. So much thanks to Hailstorm for touring through St. Louis, Lizzie specifically for sitting in the bowels of Steeple Theater and taking her time to talk with me. She was, you know, she wasn't even ready for the show yet, and she took the time. Also, you heard Haas in the background of Indigood Entertainment, friend of mine, friend of Hailstorms for setting everything up and Atlantic Records, and much thanks to you, the listener of my very first episode of the Live and Learn podcast. I'm forever grateful for your time. So thanks for downloading this. We'll be back next month with uh, possibly a more famous person or not, but I promise it will be interesting and maybe you'll walk away with some new knowledge you didn't have before. Be good. Peace.
1: you to live and learn.
0: <laughs> Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're gonna pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season.